It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies If they disguise and pass off as bravery Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's fucking vaccine injury boy and we're back with another episode of Bows and Tubs. We're here to give you everything you want to hear and more. I've been working on it. It's not Holy great. Fuck. It's not great though. Uh, RFK Jr. Man, it's oh nah. See, Listen, wasn't good. You nah. couldn't even tell. Well, okay, you said vaccine injury, so I thought maybe that's what you were trying to mimic. No, you know well, that's that dude's trying to mimic. You know what's crazy? But it's so not like, what it is, though. you know how like. You'll like what read news reports or stuff like that, or you'll you'll hear people talk about somebody and you don't actually hear the person talk. That happened to me with RFK Jr. Yeah, I have never listened. Okay, so like, how is it that I've known about this dude for a while, right? And like, literally three or four days ago, I sat and watched an interview <laughs> where he's talking. Yeah, and here's what I gotta say: fucked you up. Got he. You got to pay a little more attention. I probably Man, it's just haven't like, been doing my friendly duties like by you, sending you videos. You wish he could just like type out a message and then he could just sit there and like have the message play out because you don't want to hear him talk anymore. Because like I feel bad for the dude because it's not his fault. But at the same time, man, listen, that noise coming out of his fucking mouth, like I've been going down a rabbit hole with this dude. What What do you think? You bad? No bueno. Fuck him. Okay, all the way. So, Even though he's like, fuck the CIA I've been shit? catching a lot of flack for this, right? Because I'm like everybody else. You think, now, here's the thing. You know how I with am. A, with I, the brain. I like to think I'm some sort of uh, proverbial political gargoyle who just sits and watches everything. Yeah. So I haven't thrown a hat in a ring for anybody, right? But my observations of him, and let me assume this is the same as you is, is that he likes to blow a lot of dog whistles. Yeah. Like, a lot of catchphrases and, and buzzwords that people on the right can hear too yeah right and that should be concerning well he's been doing, considering he's a democrat he's been doing a lot of like uh his longer form he did an episode on rogan that was like three or four hours he's done a lot of interviews where he shits on the people who are trying to get play gotcha games uh he shits on the vaccine industry he shits on the intelligence agencies and I've been following this cat for a long time, man. And if you get time, you need to check him out. Uh, I checked him. I know who I know who he is. I've well, seen him before. <clears throat> I mean, his his new shit now. Like uh. his, his 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 he's honed his craft. And he from from day one, when I was like on the I was on the RFK Junior train, like not a political supporter, but I'm like, fuck yeah, boy, get it about all the things he's been talking. And uh, Owen Benjamin would just go on these Twitter tirades about, like, you want to call it a vaccine injury when the fact is you killed your wife and you spent all these years doing heroin and having sex. Like, he, he talked about how him and his, I think it was him and his cousin, used to have a competition to see how many how many women they could get to come through oral sex. And this is all admitted. 
Mm. And like, uh, if you want to, if you want to look it up, uh, JFK's gay lover. He did a whole show on RFK and the whole of Kennedy family. I didn't know Kennedy was a homosexual. I didn't know that either. Yeah, there's a whole thing. Apparently, I, you got to look into it. Just uh, I'll tell everybody a- out there. JFK Jr. You can look it up. All these like fag rags are trying to write Wait, these. JFK Jr. was homosexual. N- well, well, there's speculation, but like I, I meant to say, uh, JFK. Mm. JFK had this little gay boy with him, and he named the lunar lander after the guy. There's pictures of them like in short shorts hanging out together. It's huh. super weird, but like he 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 basically is like you know. Well, like, they couldn't. He couldn't have named a lunar lander after him. They didn't land on the moon until '69. It was some sort of space object. Okay. I have to As go I back say. through it. It's been a minute. But he did like a bunch of these stand-ups and a bunch of these like uh, hour-long or two-hour-long shows shitting on the Kennedys. And I'm thinking like, this dude is unnecessarily bitter. And then here's what I will as say, soon though. as I like publicly decry him, RFK comes out and starts simping for black folks, like the, uh, the, uh, the slavery of black people, where he's like, we need to bring back the fucking... What what did he say? He was what was it they shot down the other day? Supreme Court affirmative action. Yeah, he was basically talking about getting rid of it. Well, I'm here to tell you now: all conservatives everywhere should kind of be on on edge because they have been placating to you guys a lot here lately. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a game. They've been giving you they've been giving you a lot of W's. You're about to get fucked. You're about to something's coming down the pipe that they're gonna fuck you on hard to take a slick L because they go like like think about it, man. They've been taking W's with the Supreme Court definitively, right? Because you have the end. Well, here's the thing: it's not the end of affirmative action. It's the end of affirmative action yeah, when it comes higher to education. when it comes to higher education. Which, right. here's the thing: I fully and firmly like when you look here. Here's here's what it is. This is this is this is my biggest gripe, and I think like I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back through the annals of history. The annals. The Annals of History, Annals, and quote a man who, for all <laughs> intents and purposes, was like basically the OP goat of like uh, uh, you know trying to help black people you know get on the same level, right? Yeah, and that's Frederick Douglass, right? When he said basically <clears throat> like black sheep, black people should not be accepting assistance from the government for anything; they should be able to stand up on their own two feet, right? He said that. He yeah, said that. He called okay. it. So, uh, and that you should always be weary of assistance from the government. Could we do a direct quote? <clears throat> or does it matter? I mean, you could do a direct quote. It's something. It's basically along those lines. Like, yeah. I read it shortly after the decision came <coughs> and all these fucking white liberal bitches were out there screaming in the streets about racism. Did you see that fucking quote, though, of the white, the one white liberal who was like blue checkmarked on Twitter that was like, yeah. blacks will never be well, able to okay. compete in a merit-based so, system I will without say, this. I'm going to put a, I'm gonna put an asterisk on that one. Supposedly, a guy, I, I only saw one source for this, but apparently that tweet and that profile, people are saying that it's, it's a fake. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I got duped then, allegedly. Like, well, and that's the thing. Everybody got duped because they saw that, and and apparently people are saying it's fake. I don't know for sure. I only saw one guy say it was fake, but he said that it was an AI generated image of a woman. Mm. That it wasn't a real woman. You can't tell anymore. Yeah, I had, I'm going to take this on a less important tangent that I would like to share with you. Do you but, remember uh, Sup America? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how he disappeared? Did he? He was everywhere. And oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And then he disappeared for like six months. Completely. All of his channels were just gone. He was scrubbed. He was unpersoned. And the other day, uh, Dr. Doug Hurdy, 
peace be upon him, sent me uh, his new account. Mm-hmm. And he did, like, I don't even know, probably 26 videos, all on point, all about current events, all within a 48-hour period. Mm-hmm. And if you go through the comments of his videos, people are like, this doesn't seem like you. You seem fake. Yeah. What's happened? Who is this? Or uh, And then there were other ones that were like, where have you been? What happened? And anytime somebody said, where have you been? The same account would get on and say the same three messages. It was it was eerie and unnerving, mm-hmm. but that he had uh, he had been in jail. There were misspellings. He had abused and stalked a female who was his childhood sweetheart, and uh, he was a scumbag. Huh. And it's like, I, 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 t- I called him yesterday, and I was like, how much of our reality is actually real? Well, that's the thing. Like, What if this is all curated? This is exactly why, Bones, I don't like put any energy on the internet anymore. Because I feel like this is some sort of fucking long con game to like just completely and utterly manipulate us on every single level, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, so so you just don't think that uh, the internet's useful at all for that type of shit, or I, you know, you if you would ask me that a couple of years ago, I would have said yes because I feel like there's a bastion of information. But as far as I'm concerned, like to me. That is like it's like the Matrix. They can just change things. Like you think you think it's full of facts. No, it can literally be changed with a couple keystrokes. Well, facts, like whole whole bastions of history can be fucking facts aren't necessarily and manipulated. True, are they? Aren't they just statements? Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean that's what they've tried to kind of do with uh, like you were saying the Matrix. They've changed it. Where I've heard these people say, "Well, facts aren't necessarily true." Like that's kind of <clears> that's <throat> kind of evidence of what you're saying. Yeah, and that's the thing. So unless <laughs> like I'm real big on so like if someone makes a claim i want sources i always want sources i want your sources for this you remember how easy the sources were to make in that book house of leaves yeah that dude cited everything but yeah all of it was um, fake right and yeah so maybe he was a prophet to round back to the affirmative action thing real quick i couldn't find the thomas douglas quote you want a frederick douglas yeah I think you could mix Thomas Sowell and Frederick Douglass together. I definitely Two do. great African-American men. I made a, an African superhero in my mind. Uh, right? <laughs> it's like uh, they did the Dragon Ball fusion dance. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have those bitch-ass earrings. Yeah. They did the dance. I'd say they have, like, rings. Have you seen... Uh, but Okay, so the affirmative okay, action thing. Never mind. All right. Here's, here's what I'm going to say <laughs> about it is, to me, I think the most staggering thing about that case was when they pulled up this chart to show... Basically, it was like a like a like a Excel chart spreadsheet on how they determined acceptance into Harvard. Yeah, right. And let's let's put it like this. So, like for a uh, uh, a black person, the likelihood of them getting into Harvard uh, and them scoring in the fortieth percentile, mm. so below. Not even below, like way below average, well below right? Average. For Harvard, which is supposed to be one of the we're the prestigious, one of the most prestigious colleges in the world. You Didn't can't they, even say in the U.S. It's one. It's like to me, you think about it. Harvard's probably that one, like worldwide. Like, can you think of another college where they have that level of prestige? Any of those cunts from the Ivy League are always jerking each other <coughs> off. But but you see what I mean, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So didn't they also increase the 
level like they they increase the difficulty of acceptance for okay, Asians. That's what I was getting at. Oh my bad. Okay, I wasn't there yet. Sorry. So jumped ahead. The the acceptance for an African American <coughs> student in the 40th percentile was 12.8 percent, right? Yeah. So to find that 12.8 percent amongst white and Asian students, those students, the white and Asian ones, to get acceptance had to score in the 100th percentile. Mm-hmm. So they had to be perfect. Yeah. And their acceptance rate, 12.8%, was the same as an African-American student that had that had scored in the 40th percentile. Yeah, which, I mean, can I be slightly racist and still make a point? Go ahead. That level of acceptance required by whatever school, probably like, you know, Harvard, maybe all the Ivy Leagues, maybe that just mirrored the fact that that's what all Asian fathers require of their sons and daughters. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the trope, right? Like, where it's like, a, what you going to be? But you see what I mean, though, right? Like, oh, yeah, it's, that's, not it's a level, that's not a level playing field. No, but that's the funny By thing. By any means. The like, state. As, and, and not only that, I think it's insulting to African Americans that that's how low they set the bar for them. The crazy thing about that is, though, where they brought in the welfare state and ruined the nuclear family amongst African Americans, like, they don't have a sense of... That's their their sense of pride is askew. They don't they don't care about the same things. I'm not saying all of them, but the ones that are out in the streets screaming about equality and reparations and all this shit, like they're living in a whole different world than the people that are like working class, you know, people who are trying to raise themselves up out of poverty just like we did. Like are are, are like I just don't understand why they're they're cool. Like it to me, that whole level of thinking is such so backhanded yeah where it's basically like to me this is what it says to me and then you go back to that fake that tweet that could be fake right <clears throat> what was said in that tweet is exactly how they feel it's exactly how you they feel yeah are too stupid to excel right and as far as i'm concerned i don't care what anybody for you could put airs on it or anything like that as far as i'm concerned fact in checkers this, have in determined this, in this day and age when it comes to uh school and grading, it is to me at the most equitable level you're go- like equal, not equitable, equal level you're gonna find. Yeah. Right? We have like, and, and the thing is, like, it, it's there's so many like nuances to this problem, right? When it comes to like, well, well, if we don't do these things, if we don't basically give them this step stool to like g- bring them up, then they're not gonna be able to succeed. Which is. In itself racist, because like you just said, to, to comment down more simply, you just believe in your heart of hearts that they're not smart enough, they're not capable, and you have to give them a stepping stool because they're fucking retarded. It's, it goes back, it, you could apply it to that, or, you know, we've said it before, where with uh, voter ID. Yeah. Right. Where well, like blacks, That's racist. That's because racist because they have no access. Blacks can't get identification they, cards. Yeah, they don't have access to that, and it's like, well, that's, that's bullshit. Yeah. We know that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's also like the one. Uh, I think it's probably from one of the same videos, the same line of thought, where they were talking about like how I forget uh, they were talking about something about putting voting online, perhaps. And they were like, "Well, black people don't have the internet." Yeah, like what? It's like shut the fuck up, dude. Like everybody has the internet. Now. Everybody has the internet. If you don't have the internet, it's because you don't want the internet, and you're probably smarter for it. And you're probably Ted Kaczynski. <clears throat> yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Man, eh. that news hit hard. I hope that even though he was a bit of a cunt and an asshole and a government mind control job, uh, I hope he watches over us and protects us. He's up there, you know, like... Is it possible? With Randy Weaver and 
Marvin Hemeyer. I don't know if him and Randy would get along. Maybe they would. Who, Ted and Randy? Yeah. I just kind of think that uh, Ted was a bit of a porcupine. He's a bit of a cunt. Well, here's the thing. Randy I feel like I feel family like and hated most, the government. I feel like most of Ted's por- prickliness came from the fact that, you know, he had his brain <laughs> fucking fried. Deep fried by the fucking <laughs> yeah. CIA. Yeah. So I mean, take with it what you will. Psychological drug air fryer. But now, but so like I was saying when we first started, kind of like backtracking, like we start with a theme, we elaborate, and then go back and show you more examples. We right? uh, Jin Saki, uh, we circle back when it comes to the uh, conservative W's, right? Yes. That they've been getting. The Supreme Court's been throwing them at them, yeah. like left and right, softball, like, underhand pitches, like uh, the like whole. Super uh, good they don't have to. Uh, super good. They like. Cake bakers and web designers alike don't have to, uh, and and you know of course you know there's a big hem haw about that. But at the end of the day, they're really jazzing up the NASCAR crowd. This is the way I feel about it. Yeah, is when it comes to that, is I don't believe within certain confines, uh, anyone is entitled to anyone else's labor. No, right. But that being said, because examples have been brought forth when it comes to that philosophy, where it's like a doctor, and it's like, well, if that's the case, and a doctor can refuse service, that's why I said I think there's exceptions to the rule on this one. No, I sit with Rand on this one. You firmly believe yeah. that doctors have a right to refuse service. Listen, Rand said it the best, and I've, I've been at contentions with Rand ever since I went and saw him in a pub uh, when his father was running for the nomination. Right? Yeah, okay. and his son followed uh, Mitt Romney, and I called him out to his face. We did a handshake, and I asked him. I was like, "That's kind of a shitty thing to do to like not support your dad," and he gave me the typical response of like, "Well, sometimes you got to do that in politics." At the time, I didn't understand it, but now I understand what he was saying. Yeah. He was trying to, and this is me painting angel wings on him, but what he's trying to do, I think, was position himself for further glory in the system so that he could continue to spread the message. Yeah. You know, Ron was just like a guy. He didn't think he was going to get elected. Yeah. He just wanted to spread the message of freedom, and look at what he accomplished. Yeah. He, he accomplished a lot. Nobody was talking about the Federal Reserve or any of that shit, right? But, um, yeah, no, uh, Rand said in an interview before that uh, he believes everyone has the right, and I do too, um, any type of business, any type of service. But here's the issue. If you go about, and let's say you you're a doctor... Or you're a fucking restaurant, and we've seen this all too well with Bud Light, right? Yeah. If you put yourself out there as a person who's like, "Well, I don't serve them blacks," what do you think is going to happen to you in the in the in the free market? Oh, you'll get eaten. You're going to get crushed. Yeah, and you're not going to get any business. Well, okay. So here's what I'll say: is let them fucking deny okay, whoever they want. But the thing is, but then reap the the, the rewards. Doctors are beholden. <clears throat> generally speaking, they don't have their own practice. They work for somebody else, right? Yeah. So that being said, as far as I'm concerned, if they do something like that, it shouldn't be them that gets the most heat. It should be whatever the com- practice, whatever practice or company yeah. that they work for, healthcare, whatever. Because he- here, but here is what I will say: is that sometimes that whole refusal of service thing, like to be a web designer, you don't take an oath, right? Well, yeah, I was going to get to be that. A, to be a baker, you don't take an oath. <coughs> to be a doctor. You take oaths. Yeah, but I right? mean, how well and, has that worked over the last three years? But you get what I'm saying, though, no, no, right? I get it. But they are beholden to something higher. They're 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 held to a higher standard than a baker or a web designer. No, I totally agree with you. 
However, I am going to say that over the last three years, the doctors have shown that it's much like police officers. They take their oath and they don't take it seriously because they just parrot what they're told. They follow orders. Yeah. So by and large, that being said, I just don't see like the idea. I don't think it'd be a good idea to refuse service when it comes to healthcare needs. I don't think any of it's a good idea. But the, but at the same time, well, yeah, okay, it's bad. For, first of all, if as a capitalist or as a person, yeah. Like now they, that's that being said, right? Yeah. Like, and, and and I get why it should be the way it is because you think about it like this, like if you're say a, a Satanist and you're a web designer mm-hmm. and a Christian comes to you and says, I want you to build this website for me and about how God has never made him. God's God's perfect. And he's never made a mistake and da, 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 da. Yeah. Right. Like, should the Satanist be compelled to do that when he adamant, think, when, when at his core, he doesn't believe that this is where it, this is where it differs. I think, cause I've seen examples of this and you, I hope this gives you giggles cause it gave me giggles that were uncomfortable. But um, I think Satanists, theistic Satanists, or whatever, whatever you want to call them, dark occultists, just mm-hmm. to do, just to paint a broad swath, uh, I think they would gladly accept any job offered them by a Christian, because there were all these examples on TikTok a few years ago of like these, um, I guess you could call them Satanists. I don't know what they were. They called themselves witches, whatever that means. But they were uh, photographers, mm. wedding photographers, and they took these jobs from people who were like vehemently Christian, mm-hmm. and um, they would sell their services, but then they would put things in there that were like blatantly disrespectful, and these people were too stupid to realize what they oh. bought. Or like they would sell pictures to Christian publications, and it looked like a, a couple on a like a, a rock ledge out yeah. in front of an ocean in front of a sunset kissing and it was it was like the same sex couple. Yeah. And they were like, Yes, we sold it to the church. Yeah. Delicious. But I think they get off on that. Whereas mm. we're 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 more content, not you and I, but the people that align more with traditional values, I guess. And the, the NAS- my whole thing is is the NASCAR like, crowd. If, if my whole thing is with that <clears throat> is this like if I want a cake baked and I know the baker um, it's venomously against whatever organization I represent or what my lifestyle is or what that. Yeah. Why would I want that person to do something for me? You're not going to drive around 400 miles to find the one person that will ex- like deny you. You think you think like uh, that baker is going to put good intentions and love inside of his work? How do you know? He's knowing not- he hates me, he or is or- he going to put like discord and chaos magic into it? You How know do you I mean? know he you or she's not going to fucking put their own juices in it? Yeah, uh, right. Are you out of your mind? It's like these people that that? scream at people at uh, fast food restaurants for getting their order wrong. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. We've worked in a kitchen before. Exactly. Exactly. Get it together. You gotta be nice. Get it together. You know, and that's just good. That that extends the whole of existence. Like, niceness. You know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason you can't politely decline and be like, I would like this remade. I'm sorry. And yeah. make it seem like it's your fault. And then it's going to hit an angry chef, and they're still probably going to do it. Like, they to might the best fuck of their, with their shit still. They're still probably going to do it to the best yeah. of their ability, because they didn't come back crazy. Because, you know, uh, those environments are um, very chaotic and toxic. Yeah. It's kind of why I got out of it. Like, it's, uh, and I just jumped into another toxic pool. But <laughs> Dude, I loved it. Yes. I wish they, I w- we've said this before privately, but 
I wish Houston Woods paid the same that the state or now pilot pays. Yeah. Because I'd go back in a heartbeat. Oh, All I did was test my body's liver and lungs. Yeah. And got I got fucked up. Yeah. I came in fucked up. It was like, yeah. what was that movie with... Uh, what's his name? Shit. Uh, mainstream Dane Cook. Oh, he, Waiting? It was like Waiting. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of goofing off. I mean, I watched... Th- there was a picture of you online for a, a number of years of uh, when Matt Tony grabbed you up and duct taped you with a Chinese hat on. Yeah. Traditional Chinese rice hat. Mm-hmm. And taped you to a refrigerator. Yeah. You know? It was fun. You don't do that in a regular job. No. I mean, we used to fuck with each other a lot. Remember that time? Was it you or was it him that I got when I hid in the walk-in on the shelf and I hid myself behind items? That was me. Yeah, that was good. That was a good time. <laughs> I used to. But, I forgot about that. I used to make a game out of scaring you. But yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, so I as if I were a, a conservative right now, I would be like everybody's because they're like we got these wins, we got these wins. Like shut up, you know they're about to fucking they're drop about to something. Hammer the fuck out of you. They're 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 soft. They're softening you up before they serve you the shit sandwich because there's about to be something fucking it's about to get gross, nasty about to come down the pipe. I mean, can we can we sit here and make prediction? What what is it going to be? It's got something's going to happen. <laughs> well, here's what they did the other day, and I'm not sure if it was July 1st, but it was roughly July 1st. Did you see what they passed? And what they've uh, they've started Fed Now, Fed mm-hmm. Now is up yeah, and running, yeah. and that is the foundational system required for the uh, uh, fe- federal bank digital currency. Yeah. Do you think part of it is? I mean, there's probably that, but do you think also part of it is the fact that uh, the whole Hunter Biden thing continues to just be this colossal shit show, and everyone's just kind of bypassing it because of all these W's. Like, well, they supposedly like they got video. This motherfucker, like, I saw a meme about it earlier. They're like, "What Hunter Biden looks like when he's doing anything," and it's this dude that's got like eight GoPros on his hat because it's like, how are you gonna like take video of yourself? Like, we've already had video of him with hookers smoking crack in a hotel room, yeah, with his cock out. You know, we got that. <clears throat> now you got ones of him going 170 something miles an hour to Las Vegas with a fucking crack pipe in his hand. Like, yeah, this shit just keeps rolling. You, we've got audio of this motherfucker talking to some CEO in China talking about how, like, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm gonna get my daddy. The dude sitting next to me is gonna be mad. My daddy is sitting next to me, <laughs> and all of his connections are gonna fuck you. Like, like we got that, yeah. right? How the fuck, like, in it, like. That's the like I said. Maybe that's what it is. A no. lot of like all these this W's is, are, are to try to because because to me that audio in and of itself, the Justice Department sh- should have rolled up on the White House and arrested these motherfuckers. These are the last already. stages of collapse. Like they should have arrested them. That's yeah. that's fucking like coercion, extortion. Well, listen, racist. Uh, <laughs> no one's above the law. Okay, he copped to three criminal charges just like you would have. You wouldn't, he, he you wouldn't have gone to jail if you did any of those things. If you had a firearm... Oh, I, if, if, if I had a firearm... If you had a firearm that you bought and lied on the form, and then a hooker that you paid for with your dad's credit card, who the Secret Service had to come down and ask what the fuck happened, and then pay the bitch to get her to leave, and when she left, she took the gun and threw it in a public place, and then paid her with another credit card so it didn't come back on a political uh, credit card. Like, if you did all those things, they would have just had you come in and sign some paperwork... You would have said you were sorry, and it would have been fine. Little, yeah. Just a little slap like, on the wrist. Stop. 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 You, it. It. you know better. 
But what do you think is going to happen if you did that? You're definitely not going to spend multiple years in prison. We live in fucking clown world. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's heavy. Like, holy shit. Like, I think of all the nitpicking that they did on Trump over the years, and they are just bypassing this month. Like, Here's- all the supposed collusion and fraud and all that shit, right? Yeah. And, like, all the time, all the energy spent on trying to get that man out of office, and we have actual evidence of this shit happening, right? I mean, Trump's- And we're just bypassing it. Trump's still, like, he's looking at, like, 400 years in prison. I mean, did you see fucking, like, and that's another thing. Like, there's that audio recording of Trump, like- I mean, he kind of, he, he, he condemned himself because he did say, like, basically, I had these classified documents. But in the same vein, nobody's talking about the fact that in that fucking recording, the dude outright says that where originally they, in one of some somebody's autobiography, they tried to say Trump wanted to go where he ran. And in this audio, Trump's saying, like, they handed me documents to go to war with Iran. They tried to Kennedy him, allegedly. Yes. They tried to fucking, uh, what was that, uh, Northwoods, right? Bay Pigs? Not Bay Pigs. Not Bay Pigs. Well, there was that operation. That, yeah, well, that, they promised that, that they put on Kennedy's they desk. They kept and- trying to get Kennedy to offer American support for a revolution in Cuba. And then they kept telling him, like, oh, my God, they're dying on the beach. We need to send. We need to send. And he was like, no, I told you no from the beginning. Yeah. Like, they were the false flag attack. What was that called? Uh, Northwoods, right? I think there was another one, but it was Northwoods because that's where they talked about using a remote control plane. Like they put his that paperwork on his desk. Yeah, and he was like, "Fuck you!" To do the false flag attack. Yeah, right. He's like, "No." And like, we have Trump on audio basically saying they tried to do the same thing to him, <laughs> and he told him the to fucking pound sand. Yeah. Like it's cr- and nobody's fucking talking about it. Can I, nobody's fucking talking about it. I don't understand. Like, what was that show you showed me before we started? I think you should leave. Can you give me a, I think you should leave response to all the things we've talked about. What the fuck? What have they done to us? What have they turned us into? What he, whatever he said. Oh. I, I'm not good at it. I've seen him on TikTok. Oh my God. Can I give you a conspiracy? Sure. I actually have two. So you know about the Hegelian dialectic, right? Yes. Yes. So from, from the philosopher Hegel. Yes. Yeah. This uh, coworker of mine, I'm going to, I'm going to read this. It's not very long, but I'm going to I'm going to cut it down. And then I want to offer you something to think on. Okay. While I pee and then we'll come back together. Okay. We'll uh Jen Saki, we'll circle back. Okay. I need to make that a soundbite. Every time yeah. I say circle back, I'll have her say it. Yeah. Um so I found this on Reddit. Conspiracy forward slash no poll. Can I read it? You want to read it out loud? Yeah, or yeah, you yeah. want me to I, cut it down? I'll read it. Okay, it's It's not of, that long. All right. Well, hold on. Well, it's not that long. It's okay. Uh, manifesting reality with the Hegelian dialectic. 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 Sorry. You're fine. The way TPTB. I don't know what that is. That's what are I mean. able to manifest their desired outcome in the dualistic reality is with the Hegelian dialectic. They do this over and over again. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. I can use the COVID pandem- pandemic as an example. Thesis, we are told it will take two weeks to flatten the curve and avoid a pandemic, so we lock down for two weeks. Antithesis, after the lockdown, we are told that it is now a full-blown pandemic. We must stand on circles on the floor in every store and wear masks at all times. Mass black ritual, six feet apart, 666 all across the world. Anyway. The antithesis opposes the thesis and negates it. 
And from there, the intended result manifests, which is always to polarize the people, divide and conquer. Synthesis. I'll use America as the example, because we are so polarized from previous manifestations, the country divided almost perfectly in two. The blue side trusts the mainstream media and the government. Therefore, they fear the virus. The blue side follows all the guidelines and willingly takes the vaccine. The red side does not trust the mainstream media or the government. Fortunately, an alternative media appears. Same bird, different wing. And the red side uh, listens to the alternative media and fears the vaccine. This manifests a divided population. The most emotionally traumatic thing a child can experience is cognitive dissonance because a child's brain is not developed enough to process both sides of cognitive dissonance, which is why the negative side gets repressed and hidden in the brain as an unprocessed trauma. The cognitive dissonance that the traumatized children is caused by betrayal, meaning the betrayal that happens when an adult that is supposed to protect the child ends up harming them. So in terms of the outcome of the pandemic is that the blue side is betrayed by the mainstream media and the government when they take a shitty vaccine that causes an unprecedented amount of adverse reactions. The red side, previously betrayed by the QAnon PSYOP, is betrayed by the alternative media, who has convinced them that everyone who is vaccinated is going to die and the world is going to descend into a dystopian authoritarian nightmare. Everyone is traumatized. The end. The people behind the COVID pandemic and the vaccine were the same people claiming the vaccine would kill everyone and that there is no virus. They want to control both sides of the debate. They want to control they want control of the entirety of it all. Uh, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves. Vladimir Lenin. Yeah. Sounds like something he would say. Let's leave it there. Okay. That's where I was going to cut. Unless you want to keep uh, There's going. one last part. Okay. Uh, that's how you manifest reality. You first manifest two opposing ideas which negate each other. And as a result, manifest the desired outcome. Polarization of the population. I hope you enjoy this demonstration of mental masturbation. No penetration, please. I'm still a virgin. <laughs> So I think um, when I read that, I thought like uh, I, I started thinking more in terms immediately, regardless of whatever I hear, is what is the end goal? I'm going to allow you to manipulate me. You, you know what? But I, I want to see the end game. You know what I think? Ultimately, <laughs> like to me, when it comes and that dude, he 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 kind of nails it. Mm-hmm. Where synthesis, what the end game was? Yeah, right. Here lies the problem. That there's a linchpin in all this. Mm. That if if the linchpin were pulled, it would all fall. Like all of their planning on the part of who we're talking about here, the the bird or you know the dark whatever you want to call it. Okay, um, I like making you giggle. So, <laughs> but the linchpin in all of this, I believe. And here's the thing: there's a reason why canonic canonic canonically. It is the first sin, the original, like not the original sin, but the first sin listed in the seven deadly sins, because it's usually, and I think um, C.S. Lewis wrote a really neat little piece about this principle too, is that the the original one that kind of precedes all, and it's the beginning of each one individually. Theft. Pride. Huh. Hmm. I'm talking about the seven deadly sins here. I understand. Because here's the thing, the only way for this this... For this Hegelian dialectic involving this synthesis to work requires pride on both sides to not like kind of come together and be like, you know what? I'm sorry that I called you less than human because you didn't take the vaccine and that I supported this fucking 
tyrannical regime. We all said things right? we didn't mean. And then the other side was, says, I'm sorry that uh, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? This is pride right here. No. But at the same time, like... Uh, like maybe the one side. I'm sorry. I said you're gonna take that and you're gonna fucking die. Maybe that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, for the most part. We're about to go to the longest winter of death and destruction. Not to, to say for like a pandemic caused by the unvaccinated. I, I yeah. Well yeah. Like in, in, in I think with, with both sides here, you could kind of say like because I mean first of all I mean you hit the nail on the head with the one side the red side being about the QAnon thing and how that was all fake too. Like it's a, it's the alternative. Everything because, we experience is a Hegelian dialectic attack on our freedom. Yeah. So, but you get what I'm saying? Where the idea is that the the linchpin, the proverbial linchpin, and all is the that both sides are too wrapped up in their own pride to okay. be able to like. I get it. Step back from it and be like, you know what? I'm sorry for considering you a, like once the red side could say, I'm sorry I considered you an idiot. You were afraid. Sorry I and allowed fear, the controllers to make you an unperson in well, my mind. And the thing is, fear makes people do dumb things. Right. Right. That's why and they the always blue, try to keep us afraid. And the blue side could say, I know we were afraid and maybe we should have thought more critically. I'm sorry for thinking of you less than, being less than human. Yeah. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Where if you take pull the linchpin on the pride thing, right? Their whole synthesis falls apart because now you don't have this divide this polarized divided population anymore i have a i have a strong sidebar that i wanted to share with you that was going to be in the episode previous with dr doug hurdy that was irreparably irreparably ruined by technology Mm -hmm. so please in your mind bookmark pride pride okay Uh, i want to i want to say the conspiracy theory that i came up with i think and then uh, i'm gonna pee and then I want to talk about the conspiracy theory and then Pride, if, you have t- if you're cool with that. I'm 100% cool with so, that. So, <clears throat> Pride is strongly bookmarked in your mind, right? Yeah. Let's not forget that. It's odd that we talked about this on the last show, and now we're here to talk about it. Uh, anyway, what if the Hegelian dialectic over the last several um, election cycles, right? Because we go through a cycle every four years. And it's always the most important election of your life, blah, blah, blah. And every year it seems to get worse and worse, you know? It's the worst election until the next election. But what it's looking like now that I find interesting, and I came up with this on the fly, it started with Bush. Everybody hated Republicans because he was a fucking warmongering piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And murdering children for oil. All this nonsense, invading the wrong country for a false flag attack that he most likely had a hand in, at least ignoring. And then we have Obama, who was uh, largely adopted through the public via uh, public approval, being the antithesis of Bush, right? Then he comes in and he's immediately starts bombing African countries as the first black president. And then... He charges up the left militarily. We've talked about this ad nauseum. And then they bring in Trump, who charges up the right ad nauseum. Blah, blah, blah. Then we get this fucking pedo puppet in there who is blatantly corrupt. Offensively corrupt. Even for the people. Like, they made it so easy to see that even, like, the handicapped NASCAR crowd can see it. What if the end game of this Hegelian dialectic fucking exercise was to elect Donald Trump and Robert Kennedy on the same ticket. 
You know, I've I've because been, I've been mulling sober. that I've been mulling that idea in my head for a while. Like, yeah, they're both sober. They're both populous. They're both air quotes anti-establishment, and that that's when the real tyranny starts. Because Trump was the one that wanted to ban the guns. Trump's the one that started the fucking warp speed. Trump's the first person that I've ever heard of talk about fifteen minute cities. Now let me ask you this. So here's here's one thing that isn't can't be said about one and the other, right? Is Kennedy is being edged out by his own party right now. They don't want oh, him. He's running. like a, they're trying to make it so, appear like a Bernie bro. So well, okay, and so that's the thing. What happens when are I mean, are the Republicans really gonna wholesale go for <coughs> Trump again, or are they gonna try to edge him out too because they're afraid they're gonna lose? And inevitably now they have something in common where they could come together. Well, they've already they've already both spoken publicly that they like each other. Yeah, and that they're long term friends. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, they're both anti war. They're both sober. They're both like air quotes populist. It just seems like something that we should all consider. Yeah, I'm gonna pee. It's a possibility, and then we'll get into pride, not gay pride. Yeah, I, got, uh. I know what you mean. Okay, so I got this uh, little ditty from C.S. Lewis. You know who he is, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, it's about pride. Kind of like it's a long. This this is a long thing, but I'm only gonna read this one excerpt. Okay. Uh, it is pride which has been the chief cause of misery in every nation and every family since the world began. Other vices may sometimes bring people together. You may find good fellowship and jokes and friendliness among drunken people or unchaste people, but pride always means enmity it is enmity and not only enmity between man and man but enmity to god dude was on it he's on it now here's where i uh started to come across you know how like uh some of the old bibles translations like um <clears throat> they were translated in- inappropriately or hastily right mm-hmm. so some of the words were interchangeable and they used the wrong one and the message didn't make sense. Yeah. Right? Like they used the wrong word. Mm-hmm. They didn't interpret it properly. So like you said, one of the seven deadly sins is pride, which I don't know about you, but I just got done celebrating an entire month of pride. <laughs> Inadvertently. See, I wasn't even like I, I wasn't even equating it with that whole concept. I mean that could be a whole rabbit hole right there. Oh uh, no no yeah uh that's what sucks about us not being able to do like full on weeklies because I, I had this thing the other day like what's next month's gonna uh, deadly sin what, which one are we going to um, you know worship next month can we can it be gluttony can I just eat like mashed potatoes and like mac and cheese you, you know the thing is the thing about pride is is that I think it's it's volatile right I'm not saying like here's the thing like. <clears throat> Because, and I, I agree with C.S. Lewis, where more or less pride is the beginning of all other bad, like, it, like if you look at the, the chain, the time, like the, the timeline for uh, the committing of a sin or doing something bad, right? Generally speaking, from one end to the other, the beginning is inevitably going to be pride, right? You think about like greed, right? Yeah. Greed comes from... Your inability to accept that other people's have things that you don't have. Right. Right. You didn't Once work again, hard enough. Your pride got you so wrapped up in it that you were willing to do terrible <laughs> things in order to accrue more than someone else. Yeah. Right. 
do you see what I'm where I'm going with this? No. So, um, but like to me, like I said, I don't always necessarily say it's a bad thing. It's but it can make you do bad things. Look. It's the it's the it's the it's the start of a road that you could potentially go down. Like let's say for example, like my oldest son, right? Mm. I'm proud of the fact that he got really good grades this last year in school, right? I don't think that would go to a place where inevitably I would commit evil acts in order to secure pride. Exactly. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, I, like I said, it's one of those things where it's it could be, uh, it's volatile. Yeah, it's kind of like you know. Uh, I, I always think things like that. I always think of uh, a quote from a Song of Ice and Fire, where someone says that magic is like a sword without a hilt. Mm. You gotta so hold the blade. I think yeah. yeah. So I think about the same thing with pride. Like when you when you're when you're handling pride, it must be handled very carefully. Uh, else it will you know, injure. Well, let me offer you, uh, let him cook. Let him cook? Let me cook real quick. Okay. So, I'm not going to, uh, promote the individual who I saw this argument on, but it was impactful, and I I just want you to hear it and tell me what you think. So, this fellow was talking about... He was interviewing someone who was um, supposedly a, a, a longtime friend mm-hmm. and a uh, follower of sorts, someone who found great wisdom in this person's teachings. And at the very first sign of trouble, the younger fellow like was like, nah, fuck him. He threw him away mm-hmm. when he needed him the most. Yeah. Like if you're to take on a mentor, mm-hmm. he's teaching you lessons. Right? Yeah. He's trying to craft you. Yeah. He's trying to give you the benefit of the things he didn't have when he was that age. Yeah. And that experience. So you would think that, okay, imagine you're the mentor and I'm the fuck, I'm, I'm the fuckwit. And you've been mentoring me for years mm-hmm. and teaching me these things and trying to show me how to fucking be the best man. Yeah. And then you get in trouble. Not necessarily by your own means. But the state says, fuck you. And they grab you up and take you away. Mm -hmm. Would you not want me to be there? Championing your side? You would hope so. You would hope so. Yeah. But if I abandoned you, and then you come out, our whole dynamics changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a betrayal. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you come to find out that I I was doing hardcore drugs while you were gone. Yeah. And I used the excuse that I didn't have your advice. That's why I didn't do it. So they get down into this fucking conversation and he's like you have to be the dumbest motherfucker i have ever met in my life mm-hmm. and the the druggy boy was like well why do you say that i didn't have anybody to you know, why do you hurt me yeah uh and he's like let me ask you this way when you wake up in the morning every day and you ask yourself if i offered you a menu and on the menu are emotions mm-hmm. that you could pick to you know indulge in yeah what would you choose I mean, I'd assume happy. I'm That's po- what he positive said. Positive emotions, yeah. He said happy, and he was like, no, happy is bullshit. He's like, happy is what you get when you eat a cake. Happy is what you get when you lay around. Happy is what you get when you doom scroll. Happy is what you get when you don't fulfill your obligations that you know you have to get. Yeah. It's like short term, like that. What's that? Yeah. The uh, the burst of 
The dwarf, uh, endorphin, the yeah. Endorphins, yeah. And he's like, that leads you nowhere. He's like, pride. I do things that make me proud of myself. I know every day that when I wake up, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat proper. I'm going to take care of my children. Yeah. I'm going to take care of my wives. Plural. Yeah. Yeah. He said it plural. Okay. He's of a different religious persuasion. But he wants people to look upon him and be like, wow, I would be proud of myself if I did that. Yeah. But if you just think about it only only for yourself, right? You fix the inner... To change the outer, mm-hmm. that whole occult principle. Mm-hmm. If you only thought in terms of what could I do today to make myself proud of myself, how could you go wrong with that? That doesn't seem like the same word as well, pride. Let, it's like I said, though. <clears throat> it's a volatile, is that the same hilt, or do you a, think it's a misinterpretation? It's, it's a it's a volatile. No, I think it's just a it's a it's volatile, and you have to be careful because like. It's one of those things where, like, for for pride to be wielded properly requires a a infinitely stronger Sound moral mind. understanding and compass. Yeah, like to understand, like to to if you if you covet, which that's another problem is coveting. Uh, you covet your own pride, right? Mm. That's that's kind of where it all starts. So if you're <laughs> It's, it's about what you would do to keep that. Because, you know, we go back to the happiness thing. Well, happiness is this, happiness is that. Maintaining your own pride makes people happy. Well, it's interesting, too, with happiness. It's like the Western version versus the Eastern version. And you see, like, these Buddhists, the monks, and they talk about happiness. And, like, how, you know, non-detachment is the only way to be happy. In the, the West, all we think about is, like, attaching or attaining that's what makes us happy. Yeah. Which is greed. Yeah. It's weird how these societies have all changed. It's the intangible that should make you happy. Yeah. It's, personal, the, lo- it's the love of your family and, and friends. Personal growth. And personal growth. Those are the things that should make you happy. Things are things. Yeah. These words are slippery. To me, things just kill time. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if they're making you happy, is it doing something inevitably? Like, you're on this journey, right? And you came here for a reason, right? Yeah. You stepped into the mortal coil. For a purpose. For a purpose. And you are beset by distraction and, and, and things that will just waste your time yeah. the whole way through, right? It's just a and giant. And I feel like, like you step into this, right? And you, <laughs> have, you start with a purpose and a reason. And you have these distractions. Now, I think, and a lot of people, I kind of like thought about this the other day, like... I feel like for people that actually are getting it and understand there's this, I have a reason for being here. I need to pursue this path, right? It's knowing like in, on a spiritual level, I did it, right? Yeah. And then it's inevitably returning to the East and heading back right. and being okay with the, like being okay with the idea, I think of dying, I, I guess in a way, like, not to say like your journey, you, like it, you're, it ends when it ends, right? And for all you know, you had a purpose. But the thing is, is for all you know, down the road, you're somebody else. Like you're there to help somebody else. Yeah. Like once you figured out the path, now you got to help somebody else figure it, figure out to go in the right direction. Yeah, you go into that mentorship. 
Yeah. And I think like, when is that time? When do you decide, okay, I think on a spiritual level, I'm okay with myself. If I died right fucking now, like I would leave, I would leave this fucking place knowing purpose served. You were proud. Right. Not, not proud. No. <laughs> Come on. That, that, that purpose. Play pur- my game. That purpose was served, right? <laughs> yeah. You did it, right? So now, inevitably, now it's time for you to help others. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Let's assume that this is a globe that we live on and not some sort of endless plane that's actually a simulation, much like World of Warcraft. <clears throat> if you and I were on a spiritual cult journey. Mm-hmm. And our goal was, obviously, we both wake up simultaneously on, in the West. Mm-hmm. We're in darkness. We're in ignorance. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything. Yeah. And we're guided to travel East. But one of us travels faster than the other one. And imagine in this thought experiment, we're, et- we're eternal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Over time, we're going to lose sight of one another. Yeah. Both in, this, in, the, in the, uh, the goal of reaching... Illumination. Yeah. Full knowledge. Mm-hmm. Full care. Eventually, with eternal life, the person who went the farthest is going to come from behind, coming from the West. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No thoughts on that? What does that mean? I've been having dreams about this. Well... <laughs> I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's like overlapping... But I mean, it's uh, the whole like uh, time is a flat circle thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you think it's like uh, to me, it's like, uh, you know, like you're playing Pac-Man and you go off the screen on one side and you can inevitably come out Whoa. back on the other. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just meant perception wise because I feel like a, a lot of it too is I feel like the occult in a large portion is also distractionary. It can be. You know, like, you and I have shared some of my greatest personal, like, my personal greatest, like, revelations mm-hmm. together. Remember uh, the Julius Evola, the uh, introduction to magic series. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those meditations, just yeah. in the beginning of that book, were enough to, like, fucking wreck my perceptions. Uh, I think it's, to me, it's, like, there's a lot of layers. Yeah. Right? And you kind of, <laughs> like. an onion or a cake, though? I like to think of it as an onion because it's it's circular layers and comes back in and out, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but like, like you you were just talking about that book and that those practices and going about that, but then like, <coughs> say like you have that, or then you go back to like uh, Marcus Aurelius's meditations, right? Yeah. And you start studying that again, right? Is there a difference between Stoicism and Buddhism? Yeah. Uh, well, other than I proximity? Mean, um, they seem like I, one and the same. Honestly, if you want my opinion, <clears throat> I, 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 can't, I, I wouldn't be able to pin down the nittiest of gritties when it comes to the differentiations between the two. But I would say in the grand scheme of things, Taoism is closer to Stoicism than Buddhism is. What do you mean? How, like, what are the differences in your Well, mind? okay, so to me, when it comes to like Stoicism, it's the... It's a it's Austere. about it's about teaching yourself to be accepting of the universe, right? Yeah. To accept that inevitably 
there's a lot of like in the grand scheme of things and all these machinations and, and the turning of these gears of, of the, of, of existence itself, right? This grand complex, the machine, clock. this yeah. grand complex machine that's so beyond our fucking comprehension right. that we cannot even begin to fathom its works. Right. Yeah. And being accepting of that. Right. And I feel like Sto- uh, Taoism does the same thing where your understanding it's just the universe. Like it's, yeah. it's a little bit to me. I wouldn't say it's plainer, but it's more like it's the two are about the same thing. It's about acceptance of the universe as it is, and understanding that this complex machine is so infatuably has so many complex layers and and adages to it that and and the thing is you can glean some of it, right? You can understand the the, the geometry, yeah, right. Certain machinations, certain machinations, but inevitably though. There's always going to be a couple variables thrown in there, yeah. right? Things what that, the fuck is this? And the thing is, could we even say they're variables? They're not variables. They're just things you don't understand. They're things that our limited minds they're, can't. That it's 2D trying to understand the third dimension. It's under yeah. It, or, it's or it's 3D it trying to understand 40. fourth dimensional yeah. works, pull, pull right? It up, yeah. Like you 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 see the exterior of the piston, yeah. right? You don't see the inner works of the piston. Yeah. Right. It'd you merely. Easier. It'd be easier to just start a church about the piston and then collect money on it. Like it, you're right, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. You're right, right? Uh, it's it, and and that's and I think like between those two, that's what I collect from those. <clears throat> where, but one is, I Taoism's more geared towards spirituality when it comes to it. Yeah, and Stoicism is more about the mental. Well, that's why I compared it to Buddhism, because I feel like Buddhism is more or less about uh, literally just trying to gain enlightenment by putting everything away. I feel like Buddhism is about trying to take the three parts of you, right, and line them up. Trying to line them up as best possible. Like, How do you mean? Aligning them. The, the, the physical, spiritual. the mental, and spiritual, and lining them up. Because that isn't that the whole principle? That's what I guess. Like, what you're I trying read. you're trying to reach uh, uh, Nirvana, right? Like, it, well, not Nirvana. Um, enlightenment. Enlightenment. You're trying to reach enlightenment, and the only way to reach enlightenment is by aligning those three aspects of yourself. But I guess the way that I see it in harmony, from what I've read about Buddhism, is you're trying to get rid of the physical. It, like my like some of the strongest meditation quotes I've heard. Like people complain all the time about, well, I don't have time. Or I can't do it right, or I can't do this, I can't do that, blah, 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 all these excuses. And, like, the Buddhist monk that they were talking to, I think he came from the Shaolin, uh, and he said, uh, do you have time to breathe? Because yeah. breathing is the meditation. Well, it, it's, but to, to me, though, I feel like <clears throat> they, they encapsulate the physical, though, too. Because understanding, like, you think about, like, like monks, Shaolin monks, right? Yeah. Practicing, like, techniques, right? Well, we're talking like combat monks. I was talking spiritually, though. But in general, right? They yeah. they understand like it's it's a multifaceted thing, and you're trying to like imagine these three pieces being a whole, but they're out of sync with each other most of the time. Yeah, they're trying to get right. them in line. I get it. Where and and that's the other thing is it is from one level to another, the spiritual being part of yourself being the most perfect version of yourself, right? Right. It's the it's it's the part that comes it's closest to the source right whereas like and the mind being the kind of the it's in the middle it's in the middle of the two right it's the translator whereas in the body between the the two physical the physical part of yourself is the crudest version of yourself yeah 
It's the basis version of yourself. It's the monkey, and the mind is the communicator between. And, you're, the and when and you say plane. being able to pull yourself off out of the physical, I think to an extent you're right because that's because that the the monkey version of yourself is the least perfect version of you, yeah. right? So what do you have to do in order to make, make that fucking monkey do what you want to do? You have to be able to uh, uh, project, or what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's detached, Kybalian ki- level shit where. You uh, you manifest your spiritual self into your physical body. Right. Does that make sense? And the only way to do that is... You bring the spirit down into the physical mind in yes. order to control the body. Yep. That's what I, th- I find interesting. I don't know. It just seems like the Eastern, they took the side of like completely abandoning everything, melting it all away, understanding the fact that we live in a monkey, but using the mind to quell both and merge like with spirit. With the all. And then, like, on the Western side of things, we're, like, we're also trying to get rid of the ideas, like Marcus Aurelius talked about, like, or was it Aurelius or uh, one of them? They talked about, like, fuck wants, fuck possessions, be proud, like, and happy, not proud, but happy with what you have. You know, it's a similar type of thing, but it's just interesting that there, it's, like, different, uh, different sides of the planet oh, trying well. to tackle the same problem. You know, it could be, you could chalk it up to, uh, you know, all, uh, I say this, don't mean it in the way I say it, but all roads lead to Rome. Yeah. For the most part. Right. In and of itself, whether you, these different organ, these different groups, would you get down to the base? Because, I mean, it, it, and the thing is, if you do boil them down and detach them, when it comes to your, <coughs> your existence and how you exist butted up against others, What's the what's the core principle of every major religion in the world? Most of it's the same. It's a generative principle. All roads lead to Route Four. All, all <laughs> do unto others as you would have done unto you. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's when you boil it all down. Like and that but that comes to that's like the core when it comes to interacting with everything else on this planet, right? Or every other human, I should say. Like there are stipulations in that. I mean, like understanding that we're a little bit higher than everything else. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck Stingrays. They killed Steve Irwin. Yeah, he deserved it. I mean, if you've ever had Skate before... Do you watch that video of him getting bit by a snake? Where he's talking like, Well, this snake's perfectly fine. As long as you don't... Ah, hey, fuck! bit <laughs> him <laughs> like, shut up, bitch. Well, no I wonder mean, you died. That's the whole, like, I mean, but he's the, here's the thing, though. I bet you Steve Irwin took an in stride. Steve Irwin was great. Like, his, oh, man. his mindset was great, he man. He was close. Because he was he like... He wasn't quite there, though. He was close. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it, oh, his his mindset was, he wasn't mad at the snake. No. He probably wasn't even mad at that snake. He realized right? he fucked up. He was like, that was me. Because, yeah. It was more bad. It's, it's a scorpion and the frog, right? You all steal the cunt, yeah. though. You fucking Cause, cunt. Because he's a snake, and that's what snakes do. Yeah. Right? Like, he, yeah. he's not mad at the snake because the snake bit him. It's a goddamn snake. Yeah, it's a goddamn snake. You're trying to play with snake. Like I said, I bet you he wasn't even mad when he when that stingray killed his ass. Got me. <laughs> because <laughs> you fucking I mean, cunt bugger. I, I was swimming around with stingrays. You know what I mean? And, what did I expect to fucking happen? Oh, so you're telling me these guys have knives on their back and they cut shit with them? Yeah. And I look like me and they look like them and I'm over here like touching their underbellies and shit? Yeah. Touche. And it got me. What if he was like brain and soul when he drank your piss and he was like, touche. Touche. You got me. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the way I look at it. At least. Yeah, no, like, I totally get it. He, he, we're all, we're all, uh, unless we all, unless somebody gets fully involved in 
this fake society, this fake entertainment bullshit. We're all on the fucking search, right? Aren't we? Yeah. doesn't matter region or time or religion. Like, we're all fucking searching to be better people. At least trying to be good people. And don't ever delude yourself that you are a good person. That's a practice. And it's for your entire life. Yeah. Well, I heard something earlier that was interesting. They were talking about great men. And uh, this person had observed great men and what they were doing and how they acted and and the things that they accomplished. And he said, you know what? I don't want to be a great man. I want to be a good man. You know, because he realized that all great men are not good men. Great men have done terrible things. Yeah. I mean, shout out. You know, Jeffrey Epstein. Makes me think of like understanding like uh like they can't see it for what it is, but let's let's take it into Dune. Like the Quizak Haderach understood. <laughs> like he saw his whole future ahead yeah. of him, right? And he understood I am about to do some of the most heinous shit <clears throat> the galaxy has ever seen or will see. Shut I'm up. about to go on a fucking jihad Space Hitler. That's gonna wipe out billions of people. Yeah. Right. And they considered him a great man. He was a great right? man. He didn't consider himself. He realized, like, because, because, and that's, I think that's the whole hubris in it all is that these great men, if they could see their entire, like, from their journey to being great men, if they could see all the shit they had to do in order all the to steps, get there, yeah. would they still do it? Nah, you probably just want to retire on a goat farm and be a good man. Take milk, care of your kids, milk goats, and and be chill. Shoot some chickens occasionally. Yeah, like I think that's inevitably what they would what, what they would find out. Yeah, maybe that's why we're like we come here. In a way, because maybe that's in our in our more perfect selves, we're able to see things like in a different way, right? But in this way, in this in this uh, like crude form, right, that we have to perceive the world through, we're unable to see that. Like, what are we like? One step past bus riders? We're we're walking we're walking a path blind. Yeah, right. Feeling our way through this proverbial forest. We just want that. We just want that light. That's all. No big deal. Tired of walking in the dark. I've been stumbling my whole life. But is there anything else you would like to talk about? No, I just wanted to go on that uh, mutual mental masturbation. That, that was good, on. though. It was I, good. I, I enjoyed it. How long has it been? It's been too long. It's been a while. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you came? Or do you think we just edged each other? Uh, spiritually, I did. Good. <laughs> yeah, me too. My spiritual self is also enjoying the cigarette that I'm smoking right now. I see so, that. Yeah, it's like... Mm, it's fine. Mm, I feel good now. I wouldn't have it any other way. But... You know, and it's, uh, you know, you just gotta, you know, go through life. You you count your blessings. Can I pro? Can I? Can I? Uh, what's it called? Can I simp for pride real quick? Go ahead. Just, I'm, I'm not. It's not. The, I'm not no, against no, pride. I don't get understand. It. I just wanted to put this out there because I felt like it was a message that should be shared. I'm sure they gleaned all types of things from our mental masturbational exercise. Yeah. Hopefully, they didn't hear any of the fapping. We try to edit that out. Yeah. Uh, in the end process. Yeah. But I have noticed that when I took my, because I looked, I had to do a full thorough Scientology audit of myself Yeah, when I watched that interview. And I was like, what is it that I'm choosing from this fucking menu every fucking day? And you're right. It was happiness. Yeah. And you're never hardly happy. Mm-mm. You're just, I mean, men are always at least men. I can't speak for women. Although, hold on. I identify as a woman. I also seek happiness. Anyway, back to a man. I identify as a man now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> happiness just is a is a fleeting thing, and I think that's one of these tools of control that they use. And when I switched it to pride, I flipped that switch. It wasn't like some weird 
authoritarian Hitler pride. It was more of a proud, like, okay, I'm going to force myself to go out there and do those 20 pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I'm going to force myself to do push-ups until I want to puke. I'm going to do the ab lifts on the pull-up machine until I can't do them Let anymore. Let me ask you, did you use the same exercise I tend to use sometimes where the Chad version of you yeah. like came out and said, like, don't be a little bitch. Quit being a faggot. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Like, look at this. Yeah. You want this, don't look you? Look at it. You want this, don't right. you? Get it. Yeah. And the same thing with dietary choices. Yeah. Am I going to be proud if I just sit around all day and I, at least if I'm going to eat like shit, I'm going to earn that motherfucker. You know, happiness, and you can agree with that. You can, uh, you could, uh, uh, you can agree with this too. I think happiness is like peanut butter. It uh, tastes delicious. I just took a diarrhea it, shit in his it, house, but it tastes because of peanut butter. It tastes delicious, right? Yeah, it's so it good. brings you joy, right? Yeah. But then later on, it can inevitably <laughs> lead to you fucking cursing yourself in the toilet. Unfortunately, here recently, I had to forego all peanut butter because I've realized after years... This of, is when we both become Muslims and we declare peanut butter to be haram. <laughs> it, it is definitely haram <laughs> in this day and age. Like, yeah. I, I'm done. I don't know what sort of cadmium or fucking mercury they're putting in that shit, but it's not like when we were kids. No. I used to never have problems with it. Oh. Now it's like, I can't touch the stuff. You couldn't go eat a peanut butter sandwich. Maybe some... one of our viewers can be like, hey guys, this is the problem. You need to get this and this brand instead of this brand. Teach me the fucking brand Teach. because I compared it earlier to like this uh, explosion in gluten allergy. It's not the pasta that's fucking with you. We've been eating pasta since we figured out how to make pasta. Yeah. It's the goddamn glyphosate. Maybe you, that's what they're doing. They're you know, I, I've actually seen some stuff about that. Like people talk about how like... They go abroad to like Italy and stuff like that, and they'll just fucking mound carbs like, Eat it, it's, yeah. like it's their business, and they're fucking getting it after. And it. then they lose weight while they're on vacation. Yeah, and some, and I'll I'll say to an extent, there is something to be said and drinking when it comes to that is, um, it's uh, some of it has to do with like what your your what your lifestyle is like when you're over there, because like when people are on vacation in Italy. They're walking a lot more probably than they would normally here. Yeah, but which not, you can equate for that. I right? guess, but I mean, yeah. I still try to walk on a work day thirty to forty five thousand steps a fucking day. Yeah, and I'm still like, I'm still pudgy fat. It po- so so obviously I'm being poisoned. There's some poison. I also do like twenty four hour fast. I think if I went to Italy and did that shit, I would look like a a white version of one of those Kenyans. Like you see the, well, as I say, you see those statues of like like uh, the Greek statues of like heroes and shit, like Hercules, like yeah. flexing, like right. Mine look like I would look like that, especially if it was one with a tiny cock. Of course, it'd have a tiny cock. I mean, but, I'm saying if it was me. But you know why those statues have tiny penises, right? Because they were offensive. If you had a big one, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they penis size in ancient Greece was associated <laughs> with intelligence. So if you had a small penis, you were considered intelligent. If you had a large penis, you were considered dumb. I feel like they got that backwards. Although, to go back to the West, uh, I have noticed, because I worked about, what, two, two and a half years in the shakedown room at Lebanon Correctional Institution, and any time someone came in to be searched before and after a visit, if they were actually retarded, retards had the biggest cocks. It's like God's joke. I mean, go back to the Kaibalan again, there's nothing new under the sun. Maybe the Greeks just figured it out early. They're like, we have to make statues to show the interminable truth. You imagine like imagine like cock. living in ancient Greece and like <laughs> you hate your life because everyone makes fun of you because you have a giant penis. Like, check out that alabaster <laughs> statue. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, there goes fucking Randy, fucking dumb bitch. Look yeah. at this huge fucking cock. Yeah, they hated themselves, but they never figured out pants, did they? No. Dummies. Well, you know, they, they didn't consider them men didn't consider themselves naked uh until the 
unless the unless the sheath the, the the head of the penis poked out. Yeah. Then they were nude. That was obscene. Like so what they would do is like so like say with like just a sidebar before we end the show, just we to give you guys a mental get, image. We got it. During the Olympics in ancient Greece, you know, they did that nude, right? Right. Um of course. Men would take a little piece of leather string and they'd basically like take their foreskin they'd and they'd cinch the tip. They'd cinch the tip yeah. so that there was no chance that the head would come like sliding out. Like, look, I'm just here to do athletic you things. Imagine, I'm like, not trying to be offensive. Imagine you live in ancient Greece. You're going to go see the games because you want to see, you know, your home team. You're from you're from Athens. You want to see those Athenians kick the shit out of the You're not Spartans, trying to see somebody's dickhead. Right? And you bring your kids with you because it's a fucking family event, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some asshole does the long jump. His and his fucking his dickhead just fucking oh my comes God. right out. I'm oh, offended. I'm pissed. Yeah. I'm pissed. I'm writing a fucking tablet to my 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 yeah. local yeah, yeah, representative. Yeah. Like this should not be on fucking. Uh, there wouldn't be television. This should not be in the amphitheater. I did not sign up for this. There were children. my children saw a cockhead. There were children we were trying to fuck here. Yeah. Like let alone the How big dare them. Let alone the big floppy schlong that's fucking yeah. just when they're because you imagine just, like you're running. They, they were running. Yeah, but they weren't trying to see the fleshy fucking ruby though. Like the next time that you have to move quickly, like run. Yeah. I need you to like realize how much flopping is going on if you're not wearing constrictive wear. I got a strong micro peen, so that doesn't affect me. Like, that's why I'm faster. But your balls don't flop around? I have I I look like a Ken doll. Like if you were to take my clothes off, <laughs> I've never taken your clothes off before. I'll just take your word for it. What are you it, doing but, later? <laughs> you know, but like I can't even imagine. I have shit that contains my shit, right? Yeah, it fucking. Moves I can't around. imagine they're running right, and it's just like it's all subject to the fake law of gravity. You know, <laughs> Jesus. I th- all right, now that we you've got that metal image in your head, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, a Ken doll and a floppy boy. We'd like to thank Blooded the Brave. Blooded the Brave, anarchist rapper. He was just recently uh, placed upon a Jeff Berwick video. Oh, really? Yeah, for an intro and outro. That's awesome. He's fucking killing it, That's dude. cool, man. He's slaying the game. You know, anarchist I hope he never forgets his roots where he started with our show. And you we know, didn't probably saying. do anything for him. No, probably not. But, but it'd be know, nice if he, if he like shouted us out from the crowd. Yeah. Be like, hey, just so you know, Jeff Burbuck's cool, but so are Bones and Tubs. Yeah, they like uh, they tried to help, but they were so unpopular during the <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh, there's ways to get a hold of us. Instagram. Dot com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. I haven't talked to you about this. We got permanently banned on Twitter with no explanation. Nice. I even put in three or four fucking uh, complaints, and they were like, no, fuck you. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. Thanks uh, for shouting out freedom of speech. Yeah, thanks, Elon. I hope you get beat by that robot li- lizard. Yeah, um, bitch. We'd like to thank, uh, or sorry, uh, you can get we have a hold of us at bonesatubs at gmail dot com for long form stuff. And if you're interested, we're also on PayPal. We're also on uh, Patreon. Patreon dot com oh. forward slash bonesatubs. If you want to continue this fucking madman, yeah, madman fucking. Hey, I'm be honest. Sense. It, it'll continue regardless. It will, but it would be you know, nice when society collapses. Uh, we'll still be probably just sitting in a room talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't it be better to have like some like we got enough money to buy sat phones? Oh, that'd be fucking tight. And like they like somehow we could do video, and they're like, "Where'd they get that fifty cal?" Like I paid for that fifty cal. Yeah, you know, with with brought to you by the the brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by the Bones and Tubs Nation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how else are we gonna fight the fucking? Um, uh, I fucking blew it. <laughs do you think uh, I'm what's be that company that that makes Brinks? No, that they make um, 
drones and shit. Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin. Like, if we're going to fight the Mormons and Lockheed Martin mechs... Did you say Mormons? Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you never heard that meme before? No. So, Lockheed Martin's out in Utah, right? Uh, well, so, fuck. the whole joke is, is that when society collapses, we're going to get overrun by Mormons in Lockheed Martin mech suits. All of our women are gone. It, it, that, that's what they're coming for. I know. They're coming for our Man, women. I'm glad you just now told me this. Okay, I'm yeah. Drunk How are we going to fight the Lockheed Martin mechs without 50 cows? I'm just saying. At least give us enough for me to buy a suicide vest. It, um, also... Uh, before we go, just wanted you to know, I saw I sent a video out last week about this, and I thought it was funny. Did you know that you could put about a pound of Tannerite inside of a Roomba? Yeah, it's weird, right? The more you know. Yeah, it's uh, just, it's knowledge, really. Yeah. We're, we're not telling you to do no, that. No, 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 no. No. But it, we are saying that it is actually possible. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. And between now and then, we hope you stay safe. How much Tannerite do you think you could fit in this stuff, dog? Anyway, uh, we love you. We really do. Train me for
ya. You better get your mind right. I thought I told ya. You better get your mind right. I thought I told ya.